You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your midday news for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. The Carroll City Council approved a professional services agreement with JEO Consulting Group for a $4.5 million project to improve stormwater drainage along Southgate Road during last night's meeting. The issue first came to the city's attention after several residents complained of standing water in their yards following heavy precipitation. Officials hired JEO last summer to design drainage improvements for the neighborhoods near Rolling Hills Park. Public Works Director Randy Kroll says staff is recommending an expanded project now to save work in the future. During design of the storm sewer project on Southgate Road, it was determined that the storm sewer would have to be constructed under the street paving. And that was due to major utility conflicts in the public right-of-way. So that required significant removal and replacement of pavement on both Southgate Road and Southdale Drive. I've tried to illustrate the proposed paving replacement. It appears to be much more than half of the current paving would need to be removed and replaced for storm sewer construction only. So that, I think, gives you the opportunity to consider complete replacement of paving. The council has four options. They could pass on the project, remove and replace just the mains, remove and replace mains and services, or replace the services only. The options range in estimated cost from $4.29 million on the low end to $4.99 million on the high end. Crawl notes the mains are in good condition. We have reviewed the sanitary sewer. It is in good condition. It's not in need of replacement. And if uh, it ever would need repair the current technology in lining is a good candidate for this project. The water main, we reviewed our maintenance history on it and have concluded that it doesn't necessarily need replacement at this time either. Wouldn't recommend it. Uh, the, The saving grace with the water line is that it's not under the paving. So if there is something that needs to be repaired or replaced in any point in the water main, at least it's not under new paving. However, Crawl says they do not have any information on the condition of service lines and half of sanitary sewer and water services would need to be replaced with this project. Several council members balked at the high price tag associated with the work and Ward 2 Councilman Jason Atherton questioned the project's necessity. I mean, are people's yards flooding or basements flooding? Or we, we have not had any property damage reported from the flooding. Because, I mean, $4.5 million for some, uh, like, we can tile and things like that. Is there an option to, like, tile this out, even if the city pays to tile this out so that it doesn't flood? And I know the creek is right there, and, I mean, we have the 100-year floods and stuff of that nature. Has that been looked at is to tile that out so that that water does not fill up there? Well, that's what this project does. It takes a 48-inch pipe to tile this one out to handle that flood water. According to Crawl, four properties have noted standing water during heavy rain, but the project would service a much larger area. City Manager Aaron Koiker says the storm sewer replacement is about more than just those flooding properties. It's our responsibility to get the water from our streets to the Rockwood River. Mm-hmm. And so it's our obligation to have that storm sewer that functions and that's functioning for 
a number of houses. It's not just those two. Now it benefits those four lots probably more, but it's the city's obligation to get that stormwater out, out of there. It's also the reason why we have a stormwater utility. The council voted four to one, Atherton being the sole nay vote to approve the JEO contract amendment to move forward with repaving, storm sewer replacement, and service line replacement for $4.525 million. Ward 3 Councilman Kyle Bauer uh, was not present in last night's meeting. Design fees for the project now total $326,780. The Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Sioux City invites residents of Carroll and the surrounding communities to register for an upcoming suicide support group in Carroll. The program begins on Tuesday, February 20th, with a total of six meetings held every Tuesday through March 26th at their office at 409 West 7th Street. The group is open to individuals aged 18 and older who have lost a family member or friend to suicide more than 30 days ago. Tina Landers, LMSW, will lead the sessions, emphasizing the importance of finding hope and support amid the challenges of grief and loss. Meetings will be held between 5.15 p.m. and 6.45 p.m. on those evenings. Space is limited and those interested in joining the suicide support group or seeking guidance from a therapist can contact 712-792-9597 or email info at Kath, C-A-T-H, Char, C-H-A-R, short for Catholic Charities, uh, dot com. That email address included with this story online as well. Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Sioux City offers services to people of all faiths and backgrounds, and participants do not need to be members of a local parish to participate. And the Iowa High School Baseball Coaches Association recently recognized Carroll's Merchants Park for having one of the state's nicest ballparks. During their annual Hall of Fame banquet in Cedar Rapids, the association presented the City of Carroll two awards, the 2023 Diamond of the Year and the 2023 West District Diamond of the Year. Mayor Jerry Fleshner says fields of Merchants Park's caliber do not happen by accident. This is Carroll's third time winning the awards and first time since 2012. This award puts Carroll Merchants Park into a league with only two other past winners that have also won the award three times. That's Coon Rapids, Baird, and uh, Linmar. These awards are not possible without Scott Parcher. Scott won the 2023 T-Ray Frame Award. That's Park Maintenance Award through Iowa Parks and Recreation Association. And he's been working on this ball field since 1980. And even after his retirement, which was in 2018, Scott has continued to work on Merchants Park as a part-time caretaker. While Parcher is the man most fans associate with Merchants Park, Fleshner says there's a team of people working with him to ensure the field is in tip-top shape for every game played on its turf. So along with Scott, there are many other duties and work that has been put in by Tom Weber, Park Superintendent, and his crew, Mike Heidoff, Mike Mertes, and Tyler Schultes. We're very proud of our Parks Department's hard work and dedication and all play a role in why Merchants Park is the 2023 Diamond of the Year. Officials also thanked Parks and Recreation Director Chad Meyer for his oversight of the park and his work spearheading the city's efforts to secure funding for the proposed Merchants Park Improvements and Renovation Project, which includes dugout reconstruction, new bleachers, protective netting, lighting, and a revamped press box. This summer marks the final season of the Iowa High School Athletic Association's contract with the City of Carroll to host the 1A and 2A state baseball tournaments at Merchants Park, but city officials are optimistic the association will extend that contract for several more years. Negotiations with the association are expected to begin after the winter sports seasons conclude. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news on the way after this on KCIM. 
Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. Trust Lens Insurance and Grinnell Mutual to offer you affordable insurance options. Like everything else, insurance costs are increasing, but we have options that don't break the bank. We'll protect your future and your wallet with specialized, affordable coverage. We'll make sure you're covered so you can trust in tomorrow. Contact Lens Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at 792-1700 or find us online at lensre.com. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. A Carroll man convicted last month for stabbing a Carroll bar owner multiple times in the head and neck has filed a motion requesting a new trial. 42-year-old John Michael Hansen was found guilty of willful injury causing serious injury, a Class C felony, on December 18th following a bench trial held in November. The judge found Hansen guilty of stabbing Ben Bading four times during the early morning hours of August 27th outside Kerb's Tavern in the 200 block of East 5th Street. Bading was airlifted to a Des Moines hospital with life-threatening injuries after the assault. He's since made a near-full recovery but was left with permanent scarring from that attack. According to Hansen's motion, he's seeking a new trial on the grounds the court did not adequately consider his own testimony due to its apparent self-serving nature, alleged inconsistencies in witness testimony, and a failure by the court to satisfy elements of specific intent due to intoxication as required by law. That motion was filed Monday, and the court has yet to rule on it. Hansen's sentencing hearing is scheduled for January 29th. He faces up to 10 years in prison and $10,000 in fines. A state expert says the snow this month is going to be a help after months of drought. Iowa DNR hydrologist Tim Hall says there are some indications melting snow will provide some benefits for depleted soil moisture. The numbers I've seen um, are suggesting that the ground, the frost, is not particularly deep in the state because the really cold weather we just came through happened after we had a pretty decent snow cover on the ground, which tends to insulate the soil a little bit. Hall says the ground is often frozen in January and there isn't any seeping into the subsoil. So if we were to have a rapid melt-off, most of the snow would end up in runoff off the top of the ground. So that's not the best for soil moisture replenishment. Hall says the snow melt will be beneficial one way or another. That moisture is going to go somewhere. And right now, whether it goes into the soil or goes into the streams, um, either one is a good thing for, for the state of Iowa. Snow runoff will help bring the water levels back up in rivers, streams, and the lakes. Those communities that are uh, working hard to keep up with their water demand, um, this will be helpful. Now, it's still, it's still the time of the year when there isn't a lot of water demand, so um, we'll just keep uh, sticking water into the system, and hopefully we can save it up till the growing season next year. Hall says there could be some flooding if the snow melts rapidly, but he says the drought has created a lot of capacity in lakes and rivers. If you recall, about a year ago, we were sitting on record snowpack in Minnesota and Wisconsin. And that snow melted off and we had flooding on the Mississippi River in late spring of last year. But because the overall Midwest has been so dry, 
that flooding came and went, and the Mississippi River was back in low flow conditions by summers. Hall says that flooding could happen this year in Iowa if the runoff happens very quickly. And that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM Midday News. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and X, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Kale Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting.